This episode of Póngase las Pilas is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. I remember back when I was around six years old and lived in Colombia, and my parents used to take my sister and I to our closest McDonald's. I absolutely loved playing in their indoor playground, but my favorite part was eating ice cream and finding a toy inside Mi Cajita Feliz. Even when we moved to Miami, Florida, Visiting a McDonald's always felt so special because even though we were surrounded by a different language and culture, we could still enjoy our time together as a family. And I could collect as many Happy Meal toys as possible. Para pa pa pa, me encanta. Póngase las pilas. Escucha los consejos de mamá. Cuando empieces algo, empiezalo con fuerza. No te rindas y sobre todo. Póngase las pilas. Qué gente linda. You're listening to Póngase las pilas, a motivational podcast for the professional Latina. I am your host, Laura Prieto, and I am on a mission to motivate you and help you engineer a life you love. I am a mom, dog lover, engineer, and creative soul that loves learning new things. Join me each week as I talk about mindset, motherhood, career, business and creativity because as my mom always says nunca es tarde para aprender so grab your cafecito or favorite drink and let's get into it hola hola pilosas bienvenidas a otro episodio de póngase las pilas a little bit of a life update i am now 38 weeks pregnant and baby has not shown up yet <laughs> But I think we're getting close, very close. And that's why I thought of creating this episode as a way to kind of go down memory lane and look at the products that I have loved throughout my first baby. I wanted to have this episode as a way to help any of you that might be pregnant or maybe you know someone that is. And I think it's, you know, when you're a first time parent, And even as a second time, I guess, when it comes time to kind of create your baby registry for your baby shower and all of that, sometimes it's really hard to kind of know which products are really helpful and which ones are practical. You know, we go through these lists of what the baby registry, like what you should have on it, but you don't really know what you're going to use. So I kind of wrote down some of the things that I definitely used with my first baby and kind of like what I loved the most. So I hope it's helpful for any of you that, like I said, maybe you know of someone that's pregnant and they're like freaking out about what to what to buy or what to include in their registry. So here's kind of like a rundown of my favorite 20 baby products that I used and I will continue to use with baby number two. They're not really placed in any particular order that was just kind of how I remembered them so they might be out of order in the sense of you know what you use when they're like newborns and all that I didn't break it up per stage but I can always you know kind of give you an overview of when we used it there are some things that we still use and she's almost three years old now so that's why I love that product and I think it's very practical because there's certain things that kind of grow with your kid. And, well, if you know me at all, you know that I like that. I like things that grow with them because I do not like spending money on multiple items when I can find something that will work, like, for a long time. And I also am very conscious of not buying things to then have to throw away because, you know, I have an environmental side to me. My environmental, eco-friendly thoughts and heart and even though of course I you know there's things that I use that are disposable and I'm not perfect and I always say that we're killing the planet but I try to do the best I can where possible sometimes it's just really hard or at least I maybe I haven't found the product that works well that it's not disposable which I'll get into it there's definitely one of those in this list and I just want to bring it to your attention because it goes with a background story that I'll get into. So here's a list of my favorite 
20 baby products that I will be using again with baby number two. So let's start off with the Nose Frida Snot Sucker. That's what it's actually called. And this is basically, I call it for mucus control. It's this device that you use to basically suck out your kid's boogers, but it's not like you're eating them or anything. The first time I saw it, I was like scared. <laughs> I thought that you were actually sucking them and like you would eat them, which was obviously gross. But it turns out, it, I think everyone, when they first see it, that's what they think about. But um, it has, you know, it has this, this little tube and it has a filter. So you're just like sucking, but the, the mucus stays within that little tube. But it's really good to get their boogers out because obviously when they're younger, it's really hard to like take them out. The hospital gave us this like little bombita like to suck them out but it was always so hard and when you have like a baby even like a toddler even worse than a toddler but you know as a newborn like you don't want to be like doing all of these things to them right some of them are very easy going but still like any person would get impatient with you trying to just keep putting something in their nose and that's that's kind of like what happened with that first product that the hospital gave us it wasn't very useful at least not for me it was kind of difficult to use and then also I noticed that whenever I would like you know put water in it to like try to clean it with hot water there was like all this black stuff that would come out and I didn't like that because you couldn't really tell what went into it. So as much as you could try to get the boogers out of it, I'm pretty sure some just like stayed in there. So it was not very hygienic in my opinion. Um, and so my husband, he's pretty good at researching things, especially when I tell him, hey, we need to look for something different. So he's pretty good at that. And he found this Nosferita thing. And we started using it, and this is one of those things that we still use to this day. So that's definitely a product that I would recommend wholeheartedly and that I will continue to use. We are probably going to get a new one just because, you know, it's been three years, and the one we had a, a replacement one, but it didn't turn out to be as good as the first one we got. But those are like really good. And we obviously use like the the saline, um, el suero. I don't know what you call it. I think it's saline, like liquid. And that helps also. So we definitely use that um, in conjunction with the nose frida. Now for the second product on my list, it is a pillow, a nursing pillow. It's... From this brand called Breast Friend, and it it's really helpful when you're breastfeeding, especially in the early days of breastfeeding, because when you have a newborn, of course, you know they're all like flimsy, so it's gonsan, and so like you're trying to hold their head and like their tiny body, and so breastfeed. Well, you're also breastfeeding like around the clock. First few weeks, you're basically attached with your baby all the time and they're just like eating so it this pillow was really helpful for me because it, it kind of wraps around your your waist and it has like a what's it called like a clip so it clips on so like you can like you don't have to hold the pillow it clings on it clicks you know I don't know how to explain it hopefully you understand what I'm saying I feel like I should do a video of this but um it has like a clip that goes in the back. And so you could be like hands-free and the pillow is attached to you. So that's really helpful because sometimes, you know, like I said, it's it's like you're trying to hold your baby steady, but you, you also get tired. Sometimes they breastfeed for like a while on one side and then a while on the other. And so you get tired, but the pillow helps to keep them by your side without them obviously falling 
and it has like little two like padding on both sides for like their head to rest on so I thought that was really helpful that was actually like a hand-me-down from um from a friend and I had like never seen that pillow before I had seen like the boppy I think it's the boppy pillow that is very popular but that one it doesn't clip on you it just kind of like wraps around you and hugs you but I feel like it could just fall at any moment so um but I really like that one and I liked it so much that when we like traveled with our daughter like I think our first trip was when she was three months old and we actually bought the inflatable breast friend for travel which was super helpful as well because obviously this pillow is like bulky like you're not going to take it on the plane with you but the inflatable one it serves the same purpose and you can just inflate it whenever you need it and take out the air when you don't need it so it was really really helpful so I definitely recommend that as well if you're you know planning on breastfeeding and just to help you out Another thing that was helpful when breastfeeding was coconut oil for sore nipples because that's definitely going to happen. And after a while, I would just use like my own milk, which they say is like the best. But in the beginning, like even just trying to like grab some milk to basically put it like apply it on your nipples was hurting. So it helped to have like coconut oil and it's totally safe for your baby well of course you know obviously you check but like it shouldn't really affect um your baby so that was helpful there and then in the subject of like breastfeeding and all of that number four on my list is the nursing pads and this is where this is the product I was talking about that I used um, disposable ones. And the reason for that was because, you know, going into it for like my baby registry, I asked for nursing pads that were, you know, the cloth ones so that I could be eco-friendly. And I was like, oh, I'll just wash them and all this stuff. Well, when you're, when you first give birth, and you're breastfeeding like all the time and your baby's trying to latch on and you're trying to learn as well how it's supposed to all work, which is like super crazy and complicated. I know everyone's like, oh, you know, it's a natural thing. And it is very natural, but it doesn't come as natural sometimes. <laughs> um, it's difficult for your baby. It's a new thing for them and it's a new thing for you. So Breastfeeding is like a whole other monster to deal with. But in the beginning, the first few days, like you might have a lot of milk and you also have a lot of like, you leak a lot. And of course, like it was my first time breastfeeding and my first time having milk leaking. So I was using those, you know, the cloth nursing pads, but I don't think I changed them often enough and so and I didn't even have that many like I had you know I had like maybe a box of them I don't recall how many it came with but I didn't have enough to be like putting in the wash all the time plus who has time for that when you have a newborn like there's enough going on that you don't really have the time to be washing stuff all the time I developed this thing called thrush and it was not pretty. It was super painful. And it actually affected the baby as well. It's like a yeast infection almost. And I mean, no one ever told me why I got it. But I think it was because of that, because of the nursing pads, because I didn't change them often enough. When, you know, when I, I was, it was like really painful for me to breastfeed. And then I wasn't really sure if baby was getting enough milk. I think that's one of the worries that you always have when you're breastfeeding. And, you know, I went to this, like, weigh-in at the hospital. 
they have like breastfeeding sessions and you you go in and like you weigh your baby without any clothes you you take down that weight and then you feed your baby when you know like normal like what you usually do and then you basically weigh them again and kind of see how much milk they took in and when we did that it seemed like baby was getting enough milk like everything seemed good which I was so grateful for so then it was kind of like okay so you know she's latching on correctly she is actually drinking milk why is why is it still hurting because you know everything I read said it shouldn't hurt so I had this pain that was like really bad like I would like curl my toes because it was so painful whenever she would latch on and my husband like would know like he noticed that and I was trying to be all tough of like oh I got this you know but of course in those moments it was kind of like he could tell that it was painful and he said you know what like I don't know but maybe we should look into having someone else help you because of course he's like I don't know what to do I don't know how to help you I I have no idea how this works so he looked up like a lactation consultant and that was so helpful too I guess that's not a product but if you are breastfeeding for the first time and you're having trouble definitely recommend talking to a lactation consultant at the hospital they give you like they have one and we definitely like had her come into the room and show us and all that I was like I even told my husband like record record every everything she's saying because I need to know it when we're at home and it it I mean he did record it and stuff but it's just so different when you're home and I feel like whenever we like when we were at the hospital and the lactation consultant was there like baby grabbed on like perfect and it seemed like simple and then you get home and it's like why doesn't it work anymore why isn't it so simple anymore so it's kind of like that thing that like when you have the teacher right there it works but when you don't then you can't get it to work so we had this lady come in she came to the house which was good she also brought her like scale and she did that weigh in again to just make sure that baby was you know drinking enough milk which she was but she was also observing like she was like you know just feed feed your daughter like normal I just want to see kind of like what goes on and when when I did that like she could tell that I was in pain that's when she said you know I think you might have something called thrush you might you need to check like with your pediatrician with your doctor and that was helpful because at least it gave me an idea of what could be wrong I thought I was doing it wrong I thought I was breastfeeding wrong I thought that maybe my daughter wasn't latching correctly but it turned out to be something else and so that was really helpful at least for that because it gave us kind of like a another avenue to look at another thing to to possibly investigate and that's what we did and they they say that when you have thrush some like it sometimes of course affects the baby because obviously they're drinking and so they have like this white stuff that on their tongue and usually breastfed babies usually keep like some milk in their tongue because that's obviously all they're drinking but it was kind of like it wouldn't go away even if like you tried to like wipe it down like it wouldn't go away and that's what happened I had thrush and so they put me like on this antibiotic and my daughter also like we had to put like this ointment and stuff on like my nipples and like it was this whole thing I had to like air it out and like all this stuff but once it went away like it was great because it didn't hurt anymore and we were able to feel okay it was definitely that and of course like before like once the lady said you know you you probably have thrush like what did I do? I googled it and I started researching all about it. And so when it said like yeast infection and stuff like that, I was like, okay, it's probably those nursing pads. So that's when we got disposable ones. And you can bet that I was changing those like constantly 
And it was also actually easier to see, you know, how much I had leaked basically, because those pads, like you could tell that, you know, like they got wet with the fabric. It was kind of harder to tell. And I think that's also why it was harder on me to like know when to change it. And I don't know if anyone's thinking like, oh, you should know to change them, but I didn't. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things that it's like, it's probably like the last thing on your mind when there's so much, so much going on. And so I didn't, like it, that didn't cross my mind of how often I should change them. So definitely, you know, recommend. I'm all for eco-friendly and reusable stuff, but when it affects like, health-wise like that or affect like my baby I'm like uh, I'm okay <laughs> um, so the nursing pads that the disposable ones I recommend those and if you you know you can always change along the way like once you're once you're also not leaking as much you can always go back to like the cloth ones not like the fabric ones but that's just my opinion okay so back to the list, product number five would be the wireless pump that I used, which is the Willow. Oh, and I should add that none of these are like sponsored. None of these items are, you know, sponsored in any way. Although if any of you brand names that I've thrown out there want to sponsor, great. <laughs> but these are just genuinely like things that I've used. And this pump... I actually heard about it through a friend that has her daughter is basically like six months younger, no, older than my daughter. And so she told me about this pump. I was at first I was using the Spectra that I got through my insurance. And that one was good too. Don't get me wrong. That one's good too. I just didn't like that I had to be like connected to it to be able to pump. It just like, it was this feeling of, like, I can't do anything. Like, I can't do anything else. And, like, I don't know. It was just not the best feeling. And I was also thinking about when I had to go back to work, having to lug around, like, this huge, I'm not saying huge, I'm exaggerating. The spectra is not that huge. But it's so heavy, you know. It's, like, it reminds me of, like, a little boom box. <laughs> but... I don't know, at that moment, I just, I, I felt like I didn't really want to have to use it. I don't think any woman likes pumping. That's just the truth of it. It's like, I prefer to have my baby just drink the milk instead of pumping. But of course, like, sometimes you have to. And I was trying to build up my stash for when I went back to, to work. So when my friend told me she was using this willow pump, which is wireless, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Of course, like, we researched it with my husband. And to be quite honest, at first I was like, no, we are not getting that. That is too expensive. Um, and you can look it up. It's, I mean, it's pretty expensive. But then I was thinking, you know, one morning, at like four in the morning when I was pumping, I was thinking, well, maybe it's a good investment for my sanity. So we ended up getting it, and it was really good. I would I would like to try the other one, the Eevee, Eevee, something like that. I don't know if any of you have tried it. You can let me know, because I am. I mean, I still have the Willow Pump, but now I think they're, like, eligible for, like, FSA and, like, whatever thing is for your insurance. It seems like you can get it through insurance, even the wireless ones. So I'm kind of late on looking at that but I have to look at that if I can get it through insurance then I would like to try the other one just for the suction part of it this willow one was good I did use it while I was still like you know with my baby the one thing I didn't like about it at first was that the it had it, it was like the bags where the milk would go in they weren't like reusable bags so again, my eco-friendly self, I was like, oh my gosh, so much plastic. Because like, it would, you know, it would fill up the bag, then you could freeze it or whatever, which is convenient. But then like, when you took out the milk, it's just bags that go in the trash. Like, you know, it's not very 
eco-friendly. But then they got it and they changed that and they were offering a container. So it was like a reusable container that you would, instead of putting the bag, you would put in that container, take out the milk, and then that like milk from that container, you could pass it on to like your baby's bottle or whatever. And so that was good. And also because like those bags were really expensive. And when you're like pumping at work, like obviously you're pumping during the same times that your baby's usually eating. That's a lot of bags that you go through. So it was like really expensive. And sometimes I'm kind of cheap, but it worked out and that pump was good. It was good because like, even though at work I had like a, room to pump and stuff like you can use it and like you can walk you can like I don't know I mean there's so many women that still work you know my friend sometimes she would use it at the like at her desk I was always kind of like nah I'm okay I'm not gonna do that Uh, but I wanted to like take my time you know like not be like pumping and working just because I thought this is like a me time kind of thing but yeah, but like when I was at home and had to pump sometimes, because also like my daughter, when she started going like longer sprints at night, I would still pump just to not lose the supply. So like, let's say the 4 a.m. feed that I used to do, she stopped doing that one and she would wake up until like 7 to feed. So I would still wake up at 4 to pump. And so I, I would use that, that pump, the willow. And it was helpful. Because I could move around, like I said, it was it was way better than being connected, like with these, you know, with the Spectra. So definitely recommend a wireless pump. Do your research. I mean, I only know of the Willow one, which is the one I used. It was good. I just I feel like sometimes the suction could have been better. And at first, like it's it's like like everything. You have to like adjust it. You have you can adjust the suction to whatever you can tolerate. At first, it was like, it felt like it was like pulling a lot. And then as I got used to it, then I felt like it wasn't pulling enough. So maybe I just got too used to it. I don't know. Definitely recommend a wireless pump if you can do it. Product number six, it's a sound machine. So this was really helpful because, and I still use this today with my toddler. But the sound machine has been helpful in they were when she was younger too because... Like, babies have, like, this natural startle reflex. When that happens, it's kind of like when, you know, when sometimes when you fall asleep, like, you have these movements that are involuntary and it, like, wakes you up. But you're usually able to just go back to sleep. Well, for a newborn, they don't have that. So, like, they have that reflex and they move and it'll just wake them up and they'll start crying. Or the whole thing about, like, you know, sometimes... A really loud car passes by. And it's like a neat little thing just like wakes them up. And a sound machine is really helpful to drown out that noise. And even like just people talking and stuff. And you're probably thinking, oh no, I want my baby to get used to like all the sounds and all this stuff. And hey, that's what I thought too. But I really found that like the sound machine is so helpful because you're going to want to be able to sleep. And that sound machine, like, you know, for the first six months of our daughter's life, she slept in the same room with us, not in the same bed. I tried it and I couldn't do it, but in the same room. And that sound machine actually helped me sleep too. So I think sound machines are great even for adults. But yeah, I definitely recommend a sound machine, any of them. I don't have really preferences. Uh, we we got one as a gift from a dear friend. And it's like very basic. It just has like the sound machine thing, like different sounds. And it has like a projector for like four little things that you can like project on your wall. But it's been really good. And we had that one. We also, we also got like a turtle that had a, a sound machine thing, which we used when she was like, really tiny um and I would put it like right next to her like really close to her but it wasn't so loud so that one 
after a while, it was kind of like, eh, this is not working. Because it had like a timer and stuff. And then uh, we recently got the hatch. It does have the option to do like, to be a sound machine. But it also has like this light thing that it's like a, it's like a, a way for your toddler to know when it's time to wake up and when it's time to go to sleep and be asleep. So it's kind of like, you know, my daughter doesn't tell time yet. So it's kind of like a clock for them to know. For us, we've put like green is you can wake up, like it's time to wake up. And red is like you're supposed to be asleep. So we've used it more for that than the sound part. We haven't really used the sound part because we're so used to the other one that we've had since forever now. So that's why I said like any sound machine will do. But if you are looking at something that maybe you want to use in the long run, like the, the light switching stuff, of course, in the beginning, they don't really need that. Then I would say get the hatch because it's going to work for later on. And I guess on that note, too, I remember that when, you know, when Leilani was a newborn, we used red light. For whenever we had to like change a diaper or even like just to pick her up to breastfeed. We read that it was better to use that type of light and keep all the other lights like turned off so that it wouldn't wake them up as much. Because when you're breastfeeding like in the middle of the night, you want that baby to go back to sleep quickly. So that's that's what we used. And for that, we actually used a humidifier that also has a light in it. So, you know, multiple things in one is always good to have. And, okay, so product number seven, blackout curtain. This has been really helpful. We have one that you attach to, like, your window. And it actually works for travel as well. We actually have two. One stays, like in her room and the other one is taken with us wherever we go wherever we travel because light filters through even if you have like blackout curtains it can filter through like little cracks and we usually like our daughter wakes up like at around seven so you know between like six and seven sometimes it's like really clear out especially when we're like you know when we have the time change here so that has been helpful. And because we would also, you know, put her down early to go to sleep. So well, in the beginning, it was like by seven, she was like asleep. And again, when we have like daylight savings time, it gets dark until like 830. So there would be that light filtering through. So we really like the, the blackout curtain thing. Now for number eight product that I love is the Nanit, which is like a camera to be able to see your baby while they're asleep. And we got this pretty early on. It's a, kind of an expensive thing to get, but it's been very helpful. We actually have the annual membership also to get insights, which right now we don't really use anymore. I mean, she started sleeping in her own room after she was six months old. And so that's where it really became super helpful. Before that, we also used it in our room. So even though we slept, you know, in the same room, we had the Nanit there as well. And it was helpful because when you have like that membership, it gives you insights on your baby's sleep. So it would show you kind of like when she woke up, stuff like that. And I love that because we in this house, we love data, love information. And so that helped us kind of break down, okay, she's sleeping, I don't know, four hours and waking up. So that also helped with like the, the feeding schedule. And it also would help us with like figuring out like if she had a wet diaper and all of that stuff. So at the beginning, it was very helpful. We had like, I feel like we used those insights for a while. The first year, they were amazing. And I considered like, not renewing it because again me trying to save money but then we tried it out for like a few days without the insights and we were like oh my gosh we don't know what happened because by then she was sleeping by herself and so 
in those in those moments it was kind of like sometimes she would wake up but she would fall back asleep on her own right so we didn't know what had happened like we wouldn't know if she had actually woken up or not during the night but the the insights would tell you because she didn't cry every time maybe she just woke up she went back to sleep and so we didn't hear her we would you know just keep sleeping until like we woke up and we could look at the insights oh like what happened last night kind of thing so those are very helpful they helped us kind of see patterns in her sleep because they do go through sleep regressions and it helps to kind of go back we would go back a few weeks and kind of see okay what's happening what's going on or if maybe we put her down too late and she was overtired this whole analytical kind of way that we've been parenting which obviously doesn't always work but it makes us feel a little more in control I guess so that definitely recommend the Nanit like I said we still use it and we will most likely use it again with baby number two especially with those insights and this actually reminded me of something else that we used that I loved that I do not have on the list and I'm just going to go ahead and add it here. So this could be like 8.5. But this is like not an actual product. It's an app. And let me just check really fast what it's called. Because I, it's Baby Tracker. So there's a Baby Tracker app that we use. It's called Baby Tracker. There's different ones. You can, you know, again, do your research. Figure out which one would work for you. But... We really liked it. I loved it because we started using it as soon as we came home from the hospital. And we would log everything. Like we would log whenever she went to sleep, whenever she would breastfeed as well, and whenever we changed a diaper. Because in the beginning also they they ask you like how many wet diapers, how many poop diapers. Like at the doctor they ask you a lot of questions and you're like, I don't know. So Aside from that, it was really helpful, again, to look at patterns. And that's what helped us kind of see, okay, she's sleeping longer, stretches from this time to this time at night. And so in that way, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wake her up at night to feed. I would try to feed her every two hours during the day so that at night she would start going longer stretches. And that's kind of what we did. So by, I think by like, maybe, no, I think by like four weeks, she was already doing like a long stretch at night. And that was so helpful because even if like I would have to pump just because I was afraid of like losing milk, but um, at least like it wasn't kind of like, oh my gosh, like I have to wake her up or I have to like go grab her breastfeed and then put her back, like all this stuff. It was kind of like also teaching her to go longer stretches at night, which would mean that eventually I would get more sleep as well. So that was helpful for that. It was also helpful for the breastfeeding portion, even though like it's not, you know, I couldn't measure in ounces how much milk she was drinking. It was kind of like by time. I would know by then she usually breastfeeds for 10 minutes on this side, 10 minutes on the other. And that way I would know, okay, she's good. Because sometimes, like, of course, she would fall asleep breastfeeding. And I'd be like, does she have enough? Is she not? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So I was guided a lot by those patterns and, like, the time and all that. So that app is really helpful. So there you go. Now, for number nine... It's kind of like the Nanit, but this is just a baby camera. Like, it's just a camera. It's not even a baby camera. It's just a camera. It's Wise, W-Y-Z-E. And you can use it, like, even to, like, if you have a dog and you want to put a camera to see what they do all day. Like, it's just, like, a little camera. But we use it for travel because the Nanit is, like, attached to our, like, to the wall right above, like, her crib. So in the beginning, we were using the Nanit when it was like in our room because it was just like in a, on a stand, it wasn't attached to the wall. Uh, but once we attached it to the wall, then we found, we were like, okay, we just need a little camera to travel with. 
and my husband gets creative wherever we go and he usually takes like the zip ties and you know every time we travel we learn something new and we also do travel with some blue tape <laughs> so it's like you know we do a setup of it and put blue tape on it because sometimes it's not easy to find kind of where to put it at an angle that's going to give you kind of like a good view of your kid so that's where he gets creative with that but that's also been really helpful and it connects to an app on your phone as well okay for number 10 before i get this episode to be four hours long product number 10 is cloth diapers we did a combination with our daughter we did a combination of like disposable diapers and cloth diapers also because with the the whole thing of cloth diapers it was our first time and so we weren't really sure how to do it the whole washing them the whole taking care of them and you know how to do it there's so many different options we went with pre-folds and covers for the covers we used some from thirsties rumperoos flip and they all had snaps we bought some for like when she was a newborn, but we didn't really use them that much because she was going through so many diapers and we were like, well, we can't even figure this out yet. So let's just do disposable ones. And because the disposable ones, like we've used Huggies and they have that little line that shows you when they've peed. So that was helpful. Uh, but when we did start using the cloth diapers, we did get some with Velcro and I did not really love those i like the ones with, with the snaps better i might do a separate episode on cloth diapers if anyone's interested so just let me know but yeah i really liked having the possibility of doing cloth diapers because you do go through a lot of diapers and just the thought of diapers don't you know they end up in a landfill and they won't decompose until like 30 years after so that always makes me think like, oh my gosh, I'm basically, I'm 31 years old. My diapers are still out there in the landfill <laughs> and they haven't decomposed completely probably. So it's very sad when you think about that and our planet and everything that's going on. So, you know, like I said, I'm not like 100% eco-friendly in everything that I do, but I try and I am aware of certain things that I would like to change. So this is one thing that, you know, we actually enjoyed it after a while. At first, it's kind of like scary because you're like, I don't know how to wash this. But if it's not washing correctly, plus when you're breastfeeding, that stuff like is amazing because you breastfeed, your baby like basically poops and it's fine. Like you don't have to even put it in like in the toilet that just because it's milk it's not solid food so it doesn't even like smell as bad as when they start solids and of course the pee like you, just, you can just put it in the washer so I feel like it, the best time to do a cloth diaper if you're breastfeeding is like for six months if you're gonna start solids at six months because then when you start solids then then you actually gotta like clean the like pre-clean, pre-wash the diaper. So we got this like little pail thingy and we did put like a hose in the bathroom that you wash that first and then you put them in the washer. Of course, because by then, you know, they're eating solids. But that's that might be a whole other episode. Number 11, a carrier. That was very helpful and it was a good way to kind of like carry your baby everywhere. But this time around, I actually bought a wrap for like the newborn stage because I really missed that I didn't do that with Leilani. I wanted a wrap, but I was trying to be, you know, conscious of like how much we were spending or whatever. And we already had the carrier, which the carrier was good. It was just bulky for me. And I live in Florida. And so it, it got kind of like really hot for both baby and I. And I remember when... My nephew was born, my sister had a, like a wrap, like it's just like a fabric, you know, t-shirt material kind of wrap. And I remember like I used to use it with my nephew 
And I was like, why didn't I use it with my daughter? <laughs> like, they're always with you. So I definitely got one of those for this baby number two. And that'll be until they're like one or depending on their weight. And then I got a separate carrier as well for like when they're older. And even like Leilani can use it now as my toddler. In case, because I thought maybe she wants me to carry her as well when she sees that I'm carrying baby. You know, I have to think about that now because I'm a, I'm a mom of two. And I haven't been able to really carry her that much since I'm pregnant. It's gotten really hard for me to pick her up. And I know she misses that. I definitely miss that as well. So product number 12. This is kind of like, well, to me it was helpful. But these are some bibs that I found on Amazon. And they're lined in the back. With this like almost, it's not even microfiber, it's like, just like cotton. It's like, like really soft. And they don't let like, you know, the, the bib gets wet. Because like when they're like drooling and stuff. And then like, or the milk spit up, whatever. But it doesn't go through. Because sometimes, like we had other bibs that, they look cute and everything. But they didn't really help. Like, the milk would still go through to their sure and then you had to end up changing them so I was like what's the point of the bib if it's not going to protect the clothes and I actually this is kind of a funny thing but when I was breastfeeding sometimes <laughs> sometimes it would like spit out really fast and so she would like she would latch on and start drinking and I guess since it was so fast she would like come off the nipple and so it would like just spray <laughs> it would spray her and so I ended I started using the bibs even for breastfeeding because then that way and even like a little towel like I you know like she wouldn't get her clothes dirty it was just like basically bottle feeding but it was just me breastfeeding and I would use like the, the little towel to like hold it while the the initial sprint of milk would come out and then she could go back so there's a lot of, you know, exciting, interesting stories that go with breastfeeding. But I really like those bibs. So I recommend getting bibs that are absorbent, I guess is the word. Okay, so number 13. This one has been really good. This is one of those things that grows with your kid. And it's an activity center from Skip Hop. And it has been really helpful. We actually got it from my sister. It was my nephew. But he didn't really use it. So it was pretty new when we got it. And she began to use it basically as a bouncer. You know, to get strength in her feet and her legs and all that. And then she started using it when she started to learn to stand. Like she would grab onto it and kind of like, you know, lift her body. And that's where she also learned how to stand. And now it's just like her activity table. So she paints on there. She does Play-Doh. You know, she plays with the Play-Doh there. She plays with anything on it. And that has been really helpful. Because like I said, it has stages and it just grows with your kid. And she has really, really used it. Like I think we have to buy her an activity table so that baby number two can actually use it as a bouncer soon enough. Okay, number 14. This product has been really good as well for travel, and it's a travel stroller. I don't recall the brand. I want to say it's like Yo-Yo, Yolo, Yo-Yo. I don't know what it's called, but I'm sure if you look travel strollers, like you'll find it. And it has been really good because, you know, it's not like we've traveled that much, but when we have traveled, like now we're just now we use it to just like go anywhere because. It's less bulky than the traditional strollers that you use. And she's older too. So it's like we don't need like such an involved stroller right now. But for travel, it was very good because it folds down. And so you can actually take it with you in the plane, like in the as a carry-on. So you don't have to like gate check it or anything like that. And you could also use it while you're at the airport waiting for your flight which is really helpful when you have kids because they get tired, they get cranky, and, you know. So definitely I recommend a travel stroller. Number 15 on my list 
is a trailer. We go bike riding a lot. And so we bought this trailer and it actually fits two kids. So we're set on that part. And I think you can use it once they turn like 18 months and older. So that's when we started using it. We had bought like the, the little chair that goes on the back of your bike. But that was scary, to be honest. That was, we tried it like around the neighborhood and I was like, no, I don't want that one. <laughs> it was kind of scary. So this one is like an actual trailer like that attaches to the, to the bike. And usually my husband like takes her on there. And it's it's been good. Like she liked it. You know, she goes like just looking at everything outside and, and stuff like that. But it's really helpful because like you can still go bike riding and take your kid with you. And it's a really nice outdoor thing you can do. Like during the pandemic, I feel like that was like a great thing that we were able to do. We would go bike riding like every Friday and it was really fun. And she loved it too. She, I mean, she still uses it. I just, obviously, I haven't been bike riding for nine months. <laughs> but my husband still uses it with her, and I really like it. And it even fit, like, my nephew. Like, they've both gone on there. So, of course, you'll have to just check the weight capacities and stuff. But it's been really good. So I definitely recommend that. And I think the brand that we got is... Burley. Mm -hmm. It's a Burley. There we go. Burley trailer. In case you are interested in finding the exact one that I've used. But yeah, so number 16. We're getting close to number 20. <laughs> number 16 is a swaddle. And there's many swaddles, so you can do your research. I personally love the <laughs> love. I personally love the love to dream swaddle. They have one for like each state, depending on like the weight of your baby. And that one was really good because it holds, again, with the startle reflex thing that they like, you know, move and like it wakes them up and they start crying. That, like that's the whole point of swaddling them, that they, they're like tight, like a burrito. And then they, you know, they won't really wake up because the startle reflex is like contained by you swaddling them. The only thing is sometimes it's difficult to swaddle them or your kid just, they undo the swaddle. They like get out of the swaddle. So this love to dream, we actually got one for like when she was a newborn, like we used it at the hospital. And what's cool about it is that it holds your baby's arms up. And so even if like they want to suck their thumb, they can still get to it which our daughter ended up doing eventually. And it's really helpful for that. Also to keep them, you know, warm. So like we would put like, depending on the weather, of course, we would put like their PJs and then the swaddle. And that's kind of part of like their bedtime routine, which a bedtime routine is always good to implement in my opinion. So definitely recommend that. I feel like we have... I feel like they have three stages and we have two of them. The last one we didn't really get because um, I think by then it was just kind of like PJs and it was kind of like me. Eh. Although we did think about it, especially when she started taking off, like putting down her zipper for her PJs. We had to put a shirt on top to prevent that from happening. See, all the things you do. But yeah, so love to dream swaddle. Definitely recommend that one. But again, research and figure out which one you would prefer product number 17 oh this is like a sofa that I don't know if you've heard of it but it's called the nugget and it's amazing they can build like a fort on it like there's so many different configurations you could do but it's basically like a sofa for your kid but it's pretty cool we love it we've used it a lot and definitely recommend it and number 18 again with the travel thing we should just do an episode about traveling, but there's a car seat we got. I don't remember the name, but we still use it. And it's a, like a travel car seat. It's been really helpful because when we've gone on the plane, we've put it on and then she, she goes strapped on there. So we don't have her like running around in the aisle or anything. And 
she's also safer, in my opinion. The only time that she was like, you know, obviously, if they can still like go with you on the plane, then that's fine. But I think that was only like on our first and second trip that she was just like carried. But as they get older, also they get like heavier and stuff. And it's just like they get used to the car seat, like when you're going in the car. So why not use it on the plane as well? And it's very light, which I love. It's also very easy to click on to like cars. And that was helpful too whenever we traveled because then we could just, you know, go anywhere, rent a car, put it in. We didn't have to like rent a car seat or anything like that. And even now we use it like when my sister comes by, like she's going to take her somewhere instead of moving the bulky car seat that we have, that it's super safe rated. And I don't know what else research my husband did about it. It's like made of steel or something. The portable one, the travel one, it's super easy and super light. So we'll just put it in either my parents' um, car, or my sister's car, or my in-law's car and then she can just ride in it and it's fine so definitely I definitely recommend that number 19 is the Kamatomo bottles and these like these were helpful I personally don't really have that much experience with them you would have to ask my husband (laughs) my family because I mostly breastfed I was too afraid of my baby not wanting milk from me by using the bottle. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but I kept reading about it and I was like, ah, that's also why she didn't use a pacifier that much. But I know when I did pump and, you know, had to go to work and stuff, like my family, my mom that stayed with her and stuff, like she would use those bottles and I did not hear any complaints. So I think they were good. And I mean, those are the ones I'm using again with baby number two. So that's why they're on the list. The very last one, very last product I have for all of you is a tent type playpen so this is from the California Beach Co and it's been amazing we got it for like her first trip when we went to Cartagena and it was really nice because it 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 builds up like it's portable right so we were able to take it on the plane and everything and it has like this little inflatable pad that you can put as like like a cushion almost like una camita that goes on the like on the floor but it also has like this net to protect from like mosquitoes and stuff and let the air in so when we went to the beach over there it was really nice because she fell asleep and she was just sleeping there even I almost took a nap there I breastfed there we've used it like you could use it anywhere at a park we've actually used it inside the house as well and that's where she would play so it's like it has different uses, especially if also if you like being outdoors and stuff. It's like a nice way to be outdoors without having so many bugs and stuff. And it's portable again. So like it folds, which I love because sometimes you don't have that much space and your house is going to be filled with stuff for your kids. So it's nice to be able to fold things and store them. But yeah, that is my my list of recommended products and I hope this was helpful I hope it gives you all ideas and maybe even gift ideas if you're going to a baby shower <laughs> maybe the person you're going to go shower with love doesn't know about these things and you can recommend them so let me know if you have any questions on any of these items and That's it for today, filosas. Y como siempre, a ponerse las pilas. Hey, pilosa. Wasn't that an awesome episode? If you loved it, please share with another pilosa that you know will enjoy it too. Because we're all about community here and lifting each other up. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at Pongase las pilas podcast so we can connect and I'll be sure to send a shout out your way. Oh, one last thing. I would love it if you would leave this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts, since that is one of the ways more pilosas will be able to find this. For any resources mentioned on this episode, 
or just to connect, make sure to visit the episode description in your favorite player. That's it for today. Y recuerda, a ponerse las pilas.